the Sporting Global Podcast. And Eve, welcome. Welcome here. It's a pleasure having you. Thank you for having me. It's going to be a great time. Absolutely. I mean, like, we're just going to comment on, like, what is, what's your favorite book behind you? Oh, yes. My fabulous books back here that you're commenting on. It's a great virtual background. <laughs> so like, all of them, they're all great books. I can't imagine. I can't imagine. But I'm really excited to have you here, Eve. And we're going to talk a lot about, um, you know, sort of like how it is to recruit staff in the stadium operations side, a little bit on, you know, your journey in the sport industry, what you're doing at Allied Universal. And then there's a lot of good tips, a lot of good insights. I know you sort of like, you know, mentioning yourself as sort of like a hybrid HR hybrid. So, you know, we have to, we have to talk a little bit about that too. Uh, but, uh, but for those of you that are tuning in, you know, and, and would like to like hear more insights, you know, from people like Eve, you know, make sure to subscribe to this channel, like the video if you like it, you know, like it's really appreciates us. Maybe put down a comment, you know, if you have any additional questions, if there's stuff that, you know, maybe there's a different, if there's some people you want us to interview, you know, make sure to do that and we will really appreciate it. So Eve, I mean, like, we're just going to dive right into it. And I want to know, like, how did your journey in the sport industry begin? Uh, we don't have all day for this, but I will definitely give you the clip. Hold it now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my sports journey actually began in radio. I actually started at a sports radio station here in San Francisco. Nice. And while I was there working on radio shows and whatnot, um, yeah. there was an internship that I saw with the San Francisco Giants. Also, during all this time, I was still working another part-time job and I was actually just beginning my USF sports management program. Nice. So I got the interview, got the internship, and lo and behold, then I was at the Giants for four years. So <laughs> I, um, yeah, it was a great ride. I worked in different departments. Um, I was in the game entertainment, then in the special events, and my latter two years was in the baseball operations side. So it was a lot of behind the scenes versus right. in front of the scenes my first two years. <laughs> and then I kind of stepped away from sports and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to go make some money. Right. <laughs> and then I realized, you know what? I'm very passionate about sports and I need right. to get So I actually got back into sports uh, with the 49ers. Nice. So I actually started with just game day. Yeah. And then I kind of also got my foot into the HR. Right. So game day and also working as an HR assistant. And I had this goal though, that I really enjoyed operations um, because there's so many moving parts that when they built the new stadium, my goal was to be working back full time with the operations. And then that time came and I moved over from HR back into the ops world. So I was working for the city operations department and I was with the 49 for seven years. Wow. So where does that bring us to today? I actually work on the service provider side now at the Chase Center. So with Allied Universal as the security for the events. That's awesome. I mean, like it's, uh, you've, you've been touching uh, not only on like, you know, different kind of roles, but different kind of sports too, you know, which is yeah. always, always fascinating to you of like, just feeling like the different kind of, uh, you know, environments the culture of like you know baseball american football like there's a lot of heavy cultures there you know that it's that funny was... you mentioned that because i totally forgot to interject that i actually did go work a golf tournament too in mexico 
So in Mexico, kind of been all over the place. <laughs> well, it's cool though, like getting some international experience too, and just like you know getting that, getting that insights. And I mean, like this is something that we you, you know we try to push a lot for for people too. It's like explore your options, right? Like go out, like you know maybe study abroad, you know maybe you know. I know like now it's a little bit challenging of <laughs> doing a lot of those things, but, uh, but yeah. When, but eventually when, we're going to, you know, get back to something right. of a new norm to that. Right. So then like, you know, people can study and they can work and they can, you know, attend events all over the world. Like we literally just got invited to like, why don't you come and speak with us in Spain? And I'm like, well, Norway is kind of locked at the moment for international travels, but you know, when it opens up, we're, uh, I'll definitely be there. So, you know, there's, there's already on my to-do list. So it, it will happen at some point. Yes, it but will. And Spain is great. Spain is great. It's, uh, I haven't been all over the place, but like, you know, there's, there's some great cities there and uh, a lot warmer than Norway. So, you know, that's, yes. that's a good thing. <laughs> and great food. <laughs> great food as well like tapas you know like the, okay so we got to get back into the questions before we get too carried away with like Spain here but uh, but obviously you mentioned a little bit on like sort of like getting your foot in the door I guess like in a sense with HR during your time of the 49ers uh, working as like the workforce manager and, and what were some of like the key lessons that you I guess you brought with you to like now being at Allied Universal? I think there's definitely a few lessons. Um, the first and foremost important one is the people, right? You're yeah. hiring people for the right role and you need to make sure that they fit for yeah. the organization and also for what the requirements are. Right. But even to go a step further with that is those people pretty much, if you don't have them, you kind of don't have a job. Right. And the way you first give that first impression is key because that person's gonna basically choose whether they want to work for you or they don't want to work for you. So it's really a reciprocal. Like, even though I want you to work for me, right? I need them to want to work for me as well. Right. Um, so kind of just establishing good relationships with your new hires, regardless that they're full-time or part-time, but that's like your lifeline and it's having that rapport with them. That I think no matter what organization, what type of field of work you go into is the most important. Because if you don't build that, I don't really know how successful you're going to be, to be honest. Right, right. Because I've been very lucky that I build these relationships and I get to know about these people, their families, you know, what they've done in their past, what they currently do. A lot of these folks have this as a second job and um, knowing those key details, right? Uh, they're not just some part-time employee. Mm. It's basically your extended member of my extended family. Right. And right. it's nice that I could, if I have a last minute need or request that I can just call someone up. I'm like, I know it's last minute, but I thought of you. Are you interested in, you know, doing this? Right. And, right. you know, I would say, for the most part, it's always a yes. Yeah. Um, so that I think it's only because I've established, put the time in right. to people. Because if you don't do that, like, then it just feels like I'm just a number. I, I'm just yeah. somebody who's a nobody. Yeah. I think, I think there's a really good um, sort of like insights there. And I think like, uh, I don't 
like it, it, it's very important what you talk about like every every person is valuable right like whether that's like an intern or like a volunteer or like you know the the ceo of the company they're all part of the journey maybe not you know equally distributed in terms of like how much time they're spending on it but the time they are spending on it like they have to you know especially in sports you know, like of course like it's very passion driven but you have to feel you know that you're part of something and that you're part right. of that team that that culture that organization and i mean like even for us like you know being a startup like with the uh, you know like i have had a lot of you know interns and people like that have been part of my journey you know like and, and the journey with sporting global and and always always you know i want this to be people like you know know that they've been part of sporting global at some point you know and they've been part of the journey of where we are today and having that sort of like relationship with them and i saw that as well when i invited a lot of them for the the beta launch party that we had and, and you know everyone was like you know super excited whether that's you know they've been helping us out for like you know four weeks or they helped us for like four months they were like oh it's so cool to see like this is continuing to grow and i said like the time that you were here and the time you were part of this like don't don't ever forget that you have been part of this journey where we are today and and that's like you know feels that sort of like ownership and i guess like that thing that you you talk about like every every people are important you know on the journey to for wherever that kind of role is and as you talked about as well is you know when you have to do that call when you have to do that you know request if you have that personal relationship they know like okay my effort here is you know appreciated and it's going to mean something you know in the big picture and i think that's really important absolutely so um uh, talking a little bit about like you know your role now at as director of ops operations so what do you what are some of your key responsibilities at at allied so <laughs> at this current moment that we're living in, right? We're gonna talk yeah. about if and when we were having events and whatnot. Right. Maybe, maybe um, we have to like, you know, look at like exactly now and like what is the normal role you have. <laughs> right. So um a few updates. Actually, I'm now the branch manager. So nice. that has transpired. Um, but in a nutshell, as director of ops, um, I manage the team and which would be like the hiring specialist, a scheduler, and ensure that the security personnel, once that they're hiring, we're hiring the right people, they're going through orientation, training, mm -hmm. and on event day that um, we're executing what the client's needs are in regards to providing that security, not on the just exterior, but on the interior, and then all these other added levels of like whether it's an escort whether there's this pop-up event so just communicating which is the most important thing to the staff like hey you know even though we're always having like the same quote unquote like event it's a basketball game but there's these added elements like so be aware of this new um event that's happening or this new rule or um just ensuring that we have the right at the right locations also and ensuring that if there's any needs from the client that we're fulfilling that yeah so just trying to ensure a seamless event from start to finish right. that really kind of in a nutshell uh is what a director of operations would do and right. within the branch manager role it's actually also ensuring that's happening but now trying to get other clients and more revenue for yeah. the branch now in San Francisco. Right. 
No, it's a, I mean, like it's a, it's a heavy, heavy job and a very important job too. And I guess like, you know, dealing with Chase Center in, in well with like, you know, with the wars and, and so forth. I, of course, like there's, there's other events happening there too, but uh, right. not as much now, of course, but, but there are, I guess, some, and, and how is sort of like that, I guess the pandemics are like impacted some of the tasks and like some of the measurements that you have to keep in mind and, you know, informing and communicating to the staff for, for those sort of events that are happening now. Right. It's been very interesting to be honest with you. Like there's challenges because our workforce is part-time. So it's not like I have a full-time staff just there waiting. No, it's a part-time staff. So in and of itself, trying to keep that constant communication or connection um, throughout this past year has been eye-opening. So what I would do is I would send out weekly emails, just whether it's kind of like a touch base, hey, how are you doing? As they're doing birthday roll calls, so kind of celebrating them. Then I started this year, actually, there'll be one lucky winner every month for having a birthday and they get a gift card. So, you know, yay, you're getting something for just having a birthday. And I and I, <laughs> yes, you can. You got to come work for me first. <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, like, I'll do it as a side, 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 side hustle. Right. I don't know how expensive that flight is, but absolutely, I will definitely accept. You absolutely. need to have a guard card. Bring that flight. <laughs> no worries. Other things that we've done, um, spotlights. We've actually highlighted employees, kind of little story about themselves. What's their favorite memory at the venue? And, you know, things for the holidays. It's like, like Christmas, um, St. Patty's Day. Just having this like at least once a week type of connection to them to say mm-hmm. like, hey, we're still thinking about you and we're still looking forward to holding events in the future and we right. hope to obviously see your face because I've had phone calls too with um, numerous employees just seeing, hey, are you okay? Are you good? Um, but the downside with this is I've lost a lot of good people right. and that saddens me yeah. because those are dependable people and people who have been doing the position for some time. So now it's having to train someone new, mm. um, get them acclimated, get them to know what someone else has been doing. It's so second nature to them. Now it's like, okay, let's start from scratch. Right. Um, so that's going to be an interesting buildup, to be honest, because yeah. using people that you don't have to manage, you know, or over manage or be a micromanager. Right. Nice. Like I, I know that the jobs are taking place. Now I'm kind of like, okay, starting all over again. Right. So, yeah. I, I guess like, you know, that's some of the challenges that the pandemic ha- had, has brought right to the table of, uh, you know, people either being laid off or like, you know, things coming up and, you know, obviously with, with the lack of events, you know, there's, you know, what are you going to do? Right. It's sort of like, we've even pivoted even during this time we did work for the election. Um, even though that's like a one-day gig, we actually helped a company down in the South Bay with temperature readings and checkings of their employees. So it's, you know, we're trying. And then we also did something in the city kind of towards November, December um, for a client in the city also needing security for something that they were doing um, for a few days. So that's great. it's been challenging. You gotta adapt, right? Adapt to the situation and 
through that as well, you know, you, you maybe like open up for a new clientele, right. Which you maybe didn't, you know, thought about before. And that's always good, you know, like right. some doors and you got to find those doors and, <laughs> and then you open those, you know, for exactly. But, uh, but yeah, it's like, I always, I always, uh, talk with people as well regarding like the startup, because, you know, we, we essentially, you know, released our public beta in January, 2020, you know, like literally right before literally three months before everything just shut down and uh, and i said like you know as if we come through this i'm pretty sure we can come through anything you know absolutely and And just getting the name out there it's gonna even be better yeah we're still here you know so you know we're still still making progress so you know things are happening but um but yeah moving on a little bit into why i guess like you know of course you talk a little bit about you know the recruitment process i guess in a sense through the 49ers a little bit of like how you've been working like focusing on people and everything uh from now from from previous and all the way now to allied and and i'm thinking like a little bit of course like you know looking at i guess like the the normality of like what allied universal and everything was working out with like all the like events stadiums like helping out with similar throughout the u.s like how are sort of like you know allied and and you i guess in a sense ensuring that the talent coming in represents you in the best possible way like what are some of the things that how do you essentially evaluate those those kind of people and the candidates um so with the company there's a few things right like one you have to have a guard card so just in itself there's like skill set and requirements you have to bring to the table before even working for us um I can't say for all jobs, most jobs, uh, background check. So clearly we want to make sure that we have the right individuals in the building. Um, Those two are definitely important. Um, But after that, once you step into that next role of, okay, what can they handle a situation? It's it's very customer service. Does it matter? At Levi's, it was still customer service. Um, At the Giants, it was still, end of day, can you communicate? Communication, like I've said before, is key. Can you communicate? So I'm gonna ask you to do something, right? Um, We always want to be in the best interest. So I like to say you give everybody the benefit of the doubt, right? Um, And you always want the positive outcome. So can this person, one, communicate? Mm -hmm. Can they handle providing customer service? Can they handle crowds? Like, can they think on their feet? Right. I mean, not everyone is going to be as fast to spew something out, but yeah. as long as they can convey what is necessary, um, can they stand for long periods of hours? Yeah. Some of our places don't have um, seating positions, things of that nature. Right. So we just like to be very upfront about what we can provide, modification if available, but... Um, can you stand loud noise? You're yeah. going to be around crowds, you know, yelling and buzzards and horns and music that can you handle that? If, if you're going to say no, then, you know, it's for you to think about this job, you know. Right. Sorry, there's no way to avoid that. There's no position that you're not right. going to hear something. Yeah, no, I, I mean, like, I guess that makes makes a total sense, right? In terms of like some 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 ba- baselines and some ground rules, you know, that that just has to has to be there, you know, in order to right. make, make it work. And 
I mean, like, and, in, in, uh, you know, we, we had, like, some conversations before, and, uh, well, at least, like, one one or two, but, uh, and, and I was, like, thinking, like, you know, because you kind of, like, saw, I guess, like, you can't, in a way, be seen as sort of, like, an HR hybrid, you know, working closely, like, with HR to your time a little bit at the 49ers, alongside with the operations side, and, I guess like my, my point and like, I guess you maybe touched a little bit upon it before, but like, how do you utilize the different lenses, say like, you know, the HR lens and the operation lens and into your decision-making process when you recruit people now, you know? Um, well, I like to always have like the bigger picture <laughs> because <laughs> here's the thing, right? Right. I always like for others to succeed. I always want people to grow. There's some people who are like, no, I'm just happy. I just, I just want this. I don't want to go beyond this. I'm okay here. Yeah. Okay. And then there's other people that, you know, they want to grow. They don't know how to grow. Like, how do I go to the next step? So it's kind of figuring out what is available to you and who then can you have a succession plan for, right? If that's what they want. So I like this kind of big picture, taking a look at that mm. and just kind of then looking at the HR lens, I guess, is that what you kind of put it towards <laughs> um, when making decisions yeah. is how is this going to affect not just me, the individual, but the company? Right. Like in making this decision, who am I affecting? What is a change going to be? Mm. Um, so there's been instances like that where I just come with some ideas. I'm like, hey, why can't we do it this way? Who is it going to affect? I've already gone down the list. What yeah. are the pros? What are the cons? Like the results, like it is it worth it? So right. I, I I have to look at it like at my branch, how does it work for me? Then I take it to how can this work for the other branches? Right. Which are scattered across the United States. We're not just in California, we're in Alabama, Seattle, yeah. Texas, Idaho, right. some others. So <laughs> if it works like here, right, can we establish policies and procedures that work also for all? So we are all working the same way. I don't want to say cookie cutter, but to be honest, it should be. Because if I wanted to go from this California branch and then go work at the Alabama, you should be really doing pretty much almost the same no matter what state you go to. The only difference, the variances, sure, laws, ordinances, and anything client specific. Yeah, yeah. But outside of that, processes and policies should really be aligned. Right. No, I mean, like, it makes makes total sense. And I guess, like, for those kind of initiatives and, and also, I guess, like, for the people, too, that if they say, like, they move to a different city, and you happen to have, you know, Ally Universal there too and clientele, then, you know, why couldn't they just, you know, easily transfer over there and, and start working there doing the exact same thing, more or less, you know, in, in that city. So right. that, that makes total sense. Absolutely. It should, right? It should be plug and play. <laughs> I mean, like, it, it's always tough, you know, when you're also big corporations, right? And then there's a lot right. of these branches, right? Because you, you I, I guess, like, that's what they... Uh, you know, it's a fine balance because as you said, like there's different rules, there are different, uh, you know, legal aspects and, and, and things to keep in mind. But at a general level, you know, you should should be as synced as you can, because I think also that 
is sort of like how do you trickle down i guess from hq or <laughs> where that is and into the branches right of like what they stand for like how do we all kind of like follow down i guess like you know when that goes for any company that has you right. know offices in different states or in in different countries for that matter and then it's like you know cultural aspects too i guess like maybe not exactly cultural wise there's 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 too many differences across the u.s but i'm not the one to to say that maybe, but no, maybe. i think i think think of a very valid point because think about it right chain restaurants take any chain restaurant you're getting that same burger same chicken sandwich it's no different right. um there may be like language difference like you said or there be the way how you greet somebody from one part of the state to a different part of the state but they still have that same process it's right. very canned process there, there, there's still starbucks in norway you know <laughs> as it is in the u.s See, so, there you go we're all getting our uh what is it coffee macchiatos yeah 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 and and, and getting our name written wrong you know <laughs> oh my gosh that's too funny <laughs> it's like i mean like I, I honestly think it's like a marketing scheme of, of from starbucks you think so just so they have them just so they have something, you know, so for people to keep hustling them about it. So it's all, it's all PR, you know, maybe it is a marketing scheme. I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I think maybe it's because a barista wants that attention from that somebody. <laughs> I guess the DM. Yeah. It's like, why, why did you get that letter wrong? <laughs> right. I, I, I gave up like saying my full name when I was ordering stuff in the U.S. <laughs> just because it was. Oh, so you just dropped it to the first? Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> yeah, I think that's best. You know? and, and even then, sometimes, you know, it was challenging, you know. And as I, like, I can it, only imagine. Yeah, no, it's it's all good. I mean, like, actually, the fun fact on, on that side in Norway, like, usually they, I think, like, of all the times I order in Norway, like, Starbucks-wise, like, I got the name wrong. Like, got the name right. So well, that's good. I was, I was like, didn't expect that. <laughs> really? Huh. I mean, like, it's, it's like this funny joke, you know, it's like, you know, everyone talks about like when they're ordering something somewhere, it's like always the wrong name. So it's, uh, it's kind of like a, a history of like things happening, I guess, for people. I think sometimes I just get used to like it. I was like, I don't care. I'm like, I think that's mine. I'm just going to go. Now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take it. Well, I'm, I'm like, as a Norwegian, I'm like, are we sure that that is mine? <laughs> you know, but, uh, but anyway, so we're, we're actually about to like come to an end of the podcast. You know, I can't, can't believe it. How sad. That's sad news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I, I guess like we could talk about a lot of different things here for like many, many, many hours. But uh, I, I think there's one thing that I, I just want to like, you know, uh, ask you and that I think like it's always good for people is is because there's always like a lot of young people and, and students and professionals here they're like trying to find their way they're trying to kind of like find their path and and you know opening their eyes a little bit and and what are some of the I guess like common tips and tricks that you know that you would give to anyone trying to break in the industry you know maybe working for a company like like allied universal or or just even in sports you know like what are some of the the things that you learned along the way that you're like this is some stuff that you should keep in mind um one thing i think we should all keep in mind that there's no one direct path um think about it as 
a squiggly line, Lombard Street, just to give you that picture. <laughs> so crooked, even there was yeah. another crookeder street in San Francisco. <laughs> For those who <laughs> know it, you know, it's that zigzag street that you always see in the movies. <laughs> Lombard, yep, good old Lombard. Um, look, there's no direct path on getting there. Um, you should definitely try to get a mentor, mm. whether in that organization or if they if you have a friend that knows someone connections there's so much networking i mean we have so many things at our disposal you know right. with usf is another example we have the my usf network so there's yep. a lot of alumni there that you can even reach out and you can even filter down to um, other categories like if you wanted to reach out to a latinx alumni so i think just having a plan make a plan know that I want to get to A to B, but I might take me actually from A to H. And that's okay. Yeah. As long as you get there and you're happy, right? I think another thing that we don't really talk about, um, what if we get there and we're not happy? Right. So, you know, something that someone taught me like many years ago, which was great. Yeah. He's like, take a piece of paper. One side, put what your skills are. And the other side, other side put what you're passionate about. I was like, okay, super simple. And then he's like, now take them and cross them, like right. connect them. And I was like, okay, he's like, now start searching for jobs based off of what you connected. Okay. And then I was like, oh, wow, like these are interesting. Like you find other things you didn't know kind of existed, even if it's right. like not for the sports team you wanted. Right. Um, so I think getting creative also I think in today's world, we have so many resources that are at our tip of fingers. Like you have Instagram, you have Snapchat, you have, you know, uh, Slack where all these groups are. Right. Do intros in there, do informational meetings. I think that's one of the best ones. You just sound like, look, I'm trying to get my foot in the door. Could I take 15 minutes of your time? Um, I just have a few questions. So LinkedIn, another resource. It's just, there's so much, it's like, how hungry are you for this? And are you gonna put the time and effort into it? I think going back even to professors that you had, like, I think this is why I love like the USF sports program because it's still, you're still connected no matter what, what year you graduated, you can always go back and they can help you out. Um, that network in itself, you know, you have so many people that work beyond just the US, like yeah. in other countries as well. Right. So. I think, think big, don't limit yourself. And if you can move, absolutely do it. It's gonna be an experience that one, you can't buy. Right. And um, I don't know, I mean, if anyone wants to reach out, I'm more than happy to help, get yeah. some ideas flowing. But I think I, uh, I tried for many things. I applied, just apply, apply, apply. But yeah. make sure you sell yourself. Don't just be another resume that they get. Right. Because if there's not saying that you're not special, but if you're not showing me how much more special you are, right. how am I going to know that? Right. Yeah. Um, I loved cover letters when I would do my HR stuff because one, you took the time and you curtailed it to the job, job description. What can you bring to the table? Yeah. Um, so I think take that extra effort. Tell me a little more about yourself. Tell me why you deserve this position. Mm. And I think something that 
females do, and I'm gonna admit to it 100%. There were many times where I would see a job description. I was like, oh my God, I would totally want to do this. And then I would go look at the requirements. I'm like, oh, well, I don't have that. And don't like have that, but I have the experience. I'm like, no, nah, it's okay. Like, yeah. We got to stop doing that. We're and females, unfortunately, we do that. Go and there's it. been a study about this. Yeah. Men, on the other hand, they will apply. They don't even have the requirements. <laughs> and then almost like, you know what? You can learn on the job. You can, you know, there's all these other educational, like, what is it? Google has classes. Um, there's so many things. Like, if we need to learn on the side, learn on the side, learn on the job. Right. I mean, how many people have done this? Like, you fake it till you make it. Yeah. Or what they do is they build a team that they can delegate these things to. Right. And at the end of the day, right, they look amazing because of the team that they put under themselves. Right. So, I shine, you shine, we all shine. Right, exactly. Um, no, it's so uh, I think this is a great question that I think we can go forever on, to be honest with you. I mean, like but, I just like, you know, make my comments and stuff, but I was like, I gotta I gotta get worried on the time here. I know, I feel bad. I was like going and you're just like, I'm not gonna let them <laughs> no, but I mean, like, it's about you, you know, like you're sharing your insights and, uh, and so that's some really great, you know, tips and advice here. I think that, that, that people can really, uh, you know, keep back in their mind. And I guess like also that, that uh, I guess like the task that you, you, you talk about of like, you know, writing this stuff on, uh, on the paper of like, what is your skill set? What are you passionate about? And just sort of like opening your eyes to that. And I mean, like we've both been, you know, internationally, you know, you went to Mexico. I don't know if you've been at other other places as well in that sense. I have been, I've traveled other places, just not worked any sports events. But have you been to Norway? Not been to Norway, been to Spain, so, been to Italy. Uh, that's on your next next list. <laughs> I want to come visit you for sure. You have to show me the life out there. Absolutely. and. Um, and yeah, I mean, like, it's just about exploring your mindset, right? And, and, and trying that. And I know you talked a lot about like, you know, networking. And I mean, like, we're also a perfect example. Like we're both part of the USF community, you know, kind of like how that also opened, opened a door. And, and I know for me personally, and I say this, say this a lot to you of like, like I never like had a plan of starting a company. Like it was never on like my, my really like idea or game plan. So I guess like this was probably you know, G, H, I, Q, I don't even know what kind of letter we want to go at at this point. But, but I knew like, you know, I spent a lot of time on talking with people and I even like reached out to like roles and stuff that I honestly, I, it was not like I was like passionate about like what that person was doing, but I was like, just curious because I didn't know what that's, what that role was. And I just mm -hmm. wanted to learn, okay, what exactly are you doing? You know, like, why is this part of like, say the basketball team? Why is this part of like, you know, the, the league or, or, or whatever company that is. And, and just like understanding the me mechanisms and through that, you sort of like broaden your horizon and say like, huh, that might actually be interesting or that might be, uh, you know, something I should pursue, or you realize that that's definitely not something for me, which I also, you know, realized that a few times I was like, I don't think I should go that route. That's for sure. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, like it's, it, it's a good learning process and, uh, and it's something that, you know, as a student as well as you have to take advantage of and soak in as much knowledge as you can and never stop learning. Uh, I remember like also like talking with the, 
the the HR of of, of um, earthquakes as a, at a podcast too, and you know we talked exactly about like how much of the skill set do you actually need, like how much of the requirements, and she said like you know if you reach about like you know 70 percent at least from their side, you know that's that's something that you know should be good enough, you know, and and they want right. people to learn. Right, and I think something else that I've told people before, like your attitude, your character. Yeah means so much because you can even say like look I'm eager to learn I want to learn yes I don't have everything that you're wanting me to have yeah but let me prove it to you right so you take that risk on that person but it can be so gratifying at the end um, because they want to learn they want to have that under their belt so that hunger yeah I sometimes it's about can this person is there is this person coachable trainable right? And if they are, great. You know what? We're going to learn together. We're going to make it happen. Um, And I guess something else I forgot, like there's so many different groups, like there's a WISE network, right? The WISE SF here, at least in San Francisco. And then even like thinking big, right? Like, let's say I want to work for the NFL. Okay. Well, how do you get your foot there when they're in the East coast? Okay. Well, you can go volunteer at their Super Bowls. Right. There's so many things like you just have to dig deeper. You could even work for a company like Visa. They're a sponsor. Right. So it's just, you can navigate around, but still be a part of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's just so much to that. And like, I think you can have a very long session about different <laughs> I, I guess we have to do like a second, uh, second podcast or something down the road of just like, what can you do? <laughs> Right. How do I get there or get around it or somehow near it? Yeah. Cause there's a way. There's, there's always a way, you know, but uh, I think like to wrap it up as well. And I'll, I'll let you have like some final words here, but, uh, but it comes down to like, you know, your passion, your commitment, like showing, you know, how, how hungry are you for this and, and being coachable, as you said, like being teachable. And if you are that, you know, there's, there's only, there's no limits of what you can do and how far you can do. Like I had a perfect example as well. We literally had like the CEO of badminton Ireland on our podcast, like not, not too long ago. And, and I mean, like he, he, he went into badminton. He like, he had no background from badminton. And he said like, it was just interesting, you know, it's something I want to do. And he started as an intern and now he's like, you know, their CEO. So, you know, you never Crazy. know what's going to happen. Right? Know, some passion and some hard work. Right. I guess just some parting words is take the risk. Yes. If, if you're fearful of it, great. Then you're living your life. If you're not fearful, I don't know what you're doing. Just kind of <laughs> coasting by, I guess, which right. there's something wrong with that. However, um, ask, ask the question. Don't be afraid. Um, what's the worst that's going to happen? They say, no. Okay. So what? Move on. You know, life is so exactly. And I think your company also, I think it brings a fresh um fresh air to the industry um versus just not being another resume that's getting passed along so i do wish great success to you and your team um because we're definitely the youth here (laughs) (laughs) and also for anybody who wants to come to work at the chase center for sure part-time event security you know come holler definitely uh would love to interview um and have great people on the team so 
Yeah. Well, Eve, thank you so much for for taking the time. You know, it's been a pleasure having you part of this, learning a little bit more about you, about your journey, about you know what you do at Ally and Universal, and and a lot of the tips you know that people can do. Like I, I think you know, looking at it from like a very you know uh, raw perspective is that you know we're we're living in a you know of course like pandemic is challenging, but you got to focus on the good things, what you can right. do, how to utilize the time, and and there's so much potential. You know, right. spend this time to like work on yourself, understanding what you stand for. Like maybe maybe like looking at at as as the role that you like kind of like the task you, you you were mentioning you know maybe do that after this this interview and uh, and start mapping out you know maybe you'll find something different than you than you never thought about and that's yeah. that could be cool you know so right? exploring <laughs> I think that was fun fun exercise. Absolutely. So, so with that, Eve, I would like to thank you so much for the time. And I'm going to finish up with like some Norwegian. I don't know if you're ready for it, though. Oh, goodness gracious. Go for it. <laughs> so with every video we do, we always finish with Visnakis, which means see you later in Norwegian. Visnakis. There you go. Look at that. Visnakis. Yay. <laughs> All right. Thank I you. I like to use that today. That, that's awesome. Now you know it's from Norwegian, you know. <laughs> I do. I like it. All right. Well, I guess till next time. And hope you have a good one, all right? <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, Eve. No problem.